Dear adulting, Mom, I wasn't ready for this. What is up, my adults in training, and welcome back to another episode of Dear Adulting. I am your host, Raquel Alfaro. Oh my gosh, you guys, it's been two weeks too long since I've said that, and I'm just so glad to be back. I do have a little bit of a life update for you. I am back at home, living with my parents. I had some shit go down my roommate. She was just a bit psycho. I'd rather not get into it. You know, it's always the people that seem the nicest that are like the worst. And I don't want to give anyone that clout or whatever. So I'm just not going to get into it. I'm just in a much better place. And when one door closes, another one opens. So I just recently got a job offer after a year being unemployed and job searching. So I do want to say don't give up because it will happen when it's meant to happen. I'm super excited to start that. I think I start sometime in the beginning of August doing what I love aside from podcasting, which is writing. So I'm really looking forward to that. I've also adopted a kitten. Her name is Dee Dee, as in from Dexter's Laboratory, because I do have a dog named Dexter as well with my with my family. But Dee Dee's all mine. And I'm just super excited. I'm just been really happy. I took some time off to just be with myself, my family and friends and really focus. And surprisingly, my rover has taken off too. So I've been doing lots of dog sitting, house sitting, dog walks. So if you ever need a dog walker or sitter, hit me up. I do want to get into this week's episode. I have my boyfriend, Harry Jukes, guesting. He is basically helping discuss what it's like to be in a relationship, a long-term one or any relationship in general. We've been together for almost three years now, and I thought it was an important conversation to talk about the truth of what it's like to be in a relationship because it's not always rainbows and butterflies, you know? But before we get into that, I do need to give y'all your little affirmation. So let's get into it. The affirmation of the day. Today's affirmation is if it's meant to be, it will be. And I'd like to say once you get rid of toxic people, in my experience, a lot of great things start to happen and doors start to open. So just know that if you're going through a rough time or something doesn't seem to align with what you want, everything does happen for a reason. And if it's meant to be, just it will be, you know? So. Repeat this to yourself internally three times throughout the week, whenever you want, and just keep that in mind and stay positive because what's meant to happen in your life will absolutely happen. And it's just important to have a much more positive mindset than letting the negatives get to you because I know it's hard when you're going through it and I know what it feels like and it's just not a great experience. And when you start to think that, okay, what's meant to be will be, then it just things just start to turn around. I don't know any other way to explain it. So, but all right, besties, it's time to jump into this week's episode and I hope you enjoy. Again, my boyfriend, Harry Jukes is guesting and we talk about the truths of a relationship and how it's not always perfect or it's not what it, it looks like on social media where you see people looking all happy and butterflies and rainbows. There are some hard times that go along with a relationship and a relationship is a lot of work. So I hope you enjoy and let's get into this week's episode. Hi, Harry. Welcome to the show. Finally. I know, right? Thanks for having me. What's up, guys? I'm Harry. Nice to meet everyone. Harry is my boyfriend, if you didn't get that from the title of this week's episode, but we wanted to go ahead. Well, I wanted to go ahead and discuss what the truths of a long-term relationship 
is or a relationship in general i should say because i feel like no one talks about it realistically i know in my opinion i used to think a lot about relationships being a lot like the movies or shows i used to watch but i it hit me in the face brutally when i learned it's (laughs) when i learned that relationships are work and it takes lots of patience and lots of kindness and just communication, right? Communication is key. More than anything, communication is key. Which Absolutely. sometimes we don't see eye eye in is when we are communicating, which then escalates to arguments that we have to then learn to work through. Because if not, it becomes a shit show, right? Yeah, it, you're making this thing sound real bad, but it's not that bad. This is all <laughs> real stuff, guys. This is all real stuff. I'm not trying to make it sound bad, but realistically speaking, we have some good times and we have some bad times, and that's just what a relationship is, any kind of relationship, absolutely. in my opinion. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, it's all about finding balance. It is, and I think also in a lot of ways we are opposites. And that's I, why I would say so. I think that's why we butt heads a lot of times. And I do want to get into that in a sec, but I want everyone to know who you are and you to sort of like introduce yourself and stuff to my audience. Okay. Uh, my name's Harry. Uh, as we explained, I'm Raquel's boyfriend. Uh, we've been together for about two and a half years now. Um, just some background on me. Uh, went to Towson University for electronic medium film. Uh, I actually met Raquel in one of our classes. She was a film minor. I was a film major. Um, Why do you always feel the need to throw that out there, that you were a film major and I was a film minor? Oh, well, you know, I, I'm a major, you're a minor. What are you going to say? Anyways, other than that, um, as far as hobbies go, uh, pursuing some film video projects, some media projects in general. Um, working on a YouTube uh, channel right now with some friends. Uh, nothing's launched yet, but we have some stuff in the works. Um, I'll, I'll plug that later. Yeah, um, sounds good. Uh, on top of that, um, I'm into, I love traveling. Uh, as much as I can. I mean, obviously, you know, COVID kind of changed everything, but things have been coming, been returning back to normal. So we've been able to, to do some traveling lately. Um, and I also like to document abandoned places that kind of ties the film into the traveling. Uh, I like to go to abandoned places and, and film it and, and document it. Um, that's a real passion of mine if if you could call it that um <laughs> just some some hood rat stuff i'm laughing because he's not joking he actually goes out with his friends to abandoned places it freaks me out i don't know how you do it but you just do it i don't know it's fun to do bad things yeah but uh, as you mentioned, <laughs> as you mentioned earlier, we did meet in school, but we didn't really start talking until we met out at a bar. That's how it, it goes, right? 
I recognized Terry from class and then I went up to him to approach him because I was hitting on him and he did not take the hint. He actually started talking to me about school, which goes into how we're opposites in some ways because I'm a pretty straightforward person. Harry sometimes doesn't know how to read people, in my opinion, when it comes to being flirted with. I don't know. Do you agree? I mean, I I don't know. I, I think I'm a pretty good judge of character. Like, I could tell if I'm being flirted with, but I, I'm not the type... I, I, I guess I would say I'm not the best flirter. Like, I'm, I'm going to, like, like probably get to know who you are first. Like, I'm not the type of guy to just, like, flirt with people. Like, like the thing with you, like, you came at me flirty, and I came at you as a person. Yeah, Harry just was like, are you ready for those finals? Because we had a final in our class coming up. And I was just taken off guard because I was like, oh, I guess you didn't get the hint. But it, after that night, everything ended up working out. We went on dates. You went on a vacation. I went on vacation. And then we got back and then basically started dating after two weeks of knowing each yeah. other, which at the time we were like, let's do this because it felt right. And mm-hmm. we had a conversation about this recently that made me kind of upset because Harry said if he could go back, he would change that because it led to some communication problems. Absolutely. I could see where you think that that might be a negative. Like, oh, my God, he said if he could go back, he would change it. But we can't deny the fact that getting together after two weeks of pretty much knowing each other probably wasn't the smartest move uh that kind of stuff like that that can lead to communication issues which we've we've had communication issues but we've we've grown a lot but um no definitely it's a it was quite the experience you know those those first two weeks after that and then just dating it's it was a lot yeah Yeah. i mean i think uh, most people or my listeners know that i deal with really bad anxiety or it was a lot worse before and i dealt with a lot of relationship anxiety and that happened pretty quickly in our relationship i think we were two months in and i was having really bad anxiety Mm -hmm. and I didn't know how to handle it. I was questioning the relationship a lot. I would ask you every 10 minutes if you were mad at me or if you still loved me, which I sort of kind of still do, but not as much. But I was always on edge, I feel like. And I wonder, I never understood, like, how you might have been feeling dealing with that. Like, what was it like for you dealing with someone who did have anxiety and panic attacks? I feel like I feel like a lot of people like they only hear one side like they only hear the side of the person with anxiety but um as far as relationship anxiety and stuff like that goes there's always somebody on the other side um I never dealt with that personally but secondhand I absolutely did it's not easy because um you know e- empathy is very important in a relationship and when when like I haven't gone through what you've gone through like mentally and emotionally within the relationship so I can't speak from that perspective 
So, you know, sometimes it's hard to communicate when we're on two completely different pages. But that, again, that's something that can definitely be worked on, but it is work. And we're in a much better place now um, than we were when we started because, like I said, two weeks after knowing each other, dating, there's a lot of growing to do. And uh, we definitely set ourselves up for some growing pains. Yeah, I think to look at the positive side of it, though, it is nice to be able to look back and see how we did grow in a relationship together and as individuals. But yeah, when we were going through it, it was definitely not fun. Right. And um, you mentioned as individuals, and I feel like that's so important to you can be in a relationship, but never, ever put the relationship before yourself. If Which I struggled with a lot. You got to keep yourself at, at the front and center. Like, you got to always focus on the individual before the relationship. Because if you don't, if you don't develop a relationship with yourself... A, a good relationship, a strong relationship with yourself, you're not going to have a good time in a relationship with someone else. It's just, it's not a good time. And I know you went through some issues with that. Um, and Yeah, because I think for me, sorry to cut you off. I, I thought that a relationship meant, I think also going into a relationship, you need to let go of some of the expectations I know you always mm-hmm. told me that a lot. Like you can't have some such high expectations or expectations at all, because it if you're going into a relationship with expectations and that person isn't meeting such high expectations, you're going to start to have a lot of doubt and you're going to take out your anger on them. And I think a lot of times that's what was happening to me. I thought we're in a relationship. He should want to hang out with me all the time. We should be doing things all the time. And it's just realistically doesn't work that way. And no, I yeah, felt, definitely. I felt as though when I stopped thinking that way and I just let myself be in a relationship, we have much better times. And it also took a lot of pressure off of me and anxiety off of me. Yeah, no, um, definitely. Um, it it was it was tough for a while, but you know I I feel like you've you've gotten yourself into a really good place uh, compared to where you were, say you know two years ago. Like we're we're good, and that's because we're good with ourselves. So yeah, we just gotta come together after we develop ourselves, and that's that's what's gonna build like a really strong, healthy relationship long term. Um, and for me, like. I've always been like, I was homeschooled throughout grade school. So I've always been, I don't know if that's why, but I've always been a strong individual person that like, I sometimes I just need to be in my own space. And that's like, I didn't understand because Harry, so Harry and I now, I guess I understand better, but Harry has this thing where he, at first would tell me I need a me day, like a day to himself. And I would get offended. I still kind of do get offended because of like, <laughs> why do you need a day to yourself? What's wrong with me? 
you, your, but... your go-to your go-to is why can't you have a me day with me <laughs> <laughs> but go ahead but i think now that i became busy with myself and i'm better replaced with myself there's times where now i'm like oh i could use a day to myself let's do this instead which before i couldn't do it was almost like i didn't know how to function unless you were around and that's never healthy, not only for you, but for the other person, which would be me. Because when somebody relies on their spouse uh, to to a, a really high degree, um, it, it puts pressure on the spouse to just, you know, put themselves to the side and just focus on the relationship. It all comes back to putting yourself before the relationship and I know it sounds selfish but it, it really isn't in the long term you've got to focus on yourself before you focus on the relationship it just keeps coming back to that but um do you think that's why or that's how like you can form it takes like having a healthy relationship with yourself to have a healthy relationship in general with anyone you meet uh yeah absolutely um I get burnt out by interacting with the people closest to me. Like no matter who it is, my friends, my family, anybody, um, even my animals. <laughs> I, I, you know, sometimes you need to step away, gather yourself, take some time for yourself. I, I'm not into like meditation, but in a sense, taking that time for yourself, you know, watching your favorite shows for me i play video games playing video games i know it sounds childish but sometimes you just gotta shut everything else out everyone else out and take some time for yourself and you know then come back and you're like refreshed i'm saying you not as like you or I'm, i i shouldn't speak for anybody but i'm really speaking for myself this is just my own uh i guess mindset which you know it again this is something that i've also worked on because on one hand yeah raquel may have been a little too focused on the relationship but i also uh i've worked to find a middle ground on the other side where um i've i've focused more on the relationship i've had to learn how to focus more on the relationship how to integrate the relationship and and balance uh the relationship on top of focusing on myself it, it's all it's it's just a balancing act it's like it's always developing it's a dynamic thing it's work and that's another thing i want to bring up is relationships are a lot of work and i think most of the times people see on social media like couples posting together and they look so happy and they're out I don't doing understand. things. I don't and understand. I was one of those people where I would look on social media and say, well, how come they're doing this? Or why does their boyfriend give them this? But why doesn't mine do this? And it's really negative because you shouldn't be comparing yourself to other relationships, I've learned. Yes, that's right, Raquel. Lower your expectations. <laughs> that's right. But, I mean, it's not like you treat me badly or don't do nice things for me, but it's just like you can't compare yourselves because you have no idea what that couple or relationship is like, actually. They're just posting on social media what they want you to see. Right, and this all comes back to um, 
having an idea of what a relationship is and focusing more on your own personal idea of the relationship rather than the person, the actual person that is in the relationship with you. Um, that's uh, a bit of a, I, I, that's another balancing act. I'm, I'm trying to find the right words for it, but um, everyone has their own idea of a relationship. And uh, you know, you go on social media, you, you see, you don't see the bad stuff unless you're on like trashy Twitter. That's fun. But if, <laughs> you know, you don't see the, the, the bad stuff. Um, you only see the good stuff and that social media stuff. Like it, you can't, you can't let it influence your ideas. I, I'm just speaking in general, like not even talking about a relationship, but don't let that social media stuff influence your ideas of the way of the world. Because all that stuff, people pick and choose what to post. You, you don't see everything. You see what the people want you to see. Positive, negative, whatever. That's all. It's manipulated by the person posting. So it, and there you can't been let times, yourself. I was going to yeah. say, like, there's been times where I have posted even, like, pictures of us. And that's not to say that we have a perfect relationship either. I mean, our relationship, right. we have a healthy relationship, but it was, it's not always rainbows and butterflies. There's times where Harry and I go through things and <laughs> we yell at each other. We tell each other things that we regret and it escalates, but we get through it just from, I guess, taking a step back. I'm Harry's a lot better at taking a step back than I am, but in a way, it's like you kind of have to take a step back when you argue, because if not, it's just going to get worse and worse, and you need to be able to get your thoughts together, and that's something that I had to learn and still am learning, is that you can't force someone to talk to you. So, yeah, let's talk about our... <laughs> I promise we're not... This isn't all negative, but it's important to talk about this stuff. So as far as our mental processes go with arguments, we operate completely differently, absolute differently. And uh, we're still, you know, when you're in an argument, it's a lot harder to come to a middle ground than if you're just, you know, developing the relationship. Yes, it's a part of it, but... When you're in an argument, your emotions are heightened. Um, you don't. There's been times to that I tell Harry that like I hate him. Like to be honest, like there's been <laughs> times that I've said I hate you. Yeah, and you know what? That's valid. That's valid because it's honest. In that moment, you hate me. That's that's honest, and that's okay because you can hate somebody in a moment, as long as you come back after that and realize that it was just a moment while it was a valid moment it's just a moment that's the thing it's just a moment things will pass and i don't um, want to sit here and say go ahead and tell the person you're with that you hate them and whatever because no, you no. don't want to do that but in the heat of the moment you're going to say whatever just because you're hurt and that's what yeah. i'm talking about not I'm not telling anyone in an argument to tell their significant other that they hate them because that's not a pro like that's not the right thing to do. But if it slips out 
it's not something to beat yourself up over. Your people are going to say a lot of harsh things when they're in the moment and upset. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, again, let's, so let's go into our, our argument processes. When you're in an argument, what do you look for? How does your process work? Like, what do you look for from me in an argument? What do you do in an argument? What, like, what are some patterns that you've noticed in yourself? I don't want to. I don't want to go into it from my perspective. I want your perspective. The interviewee becomes the interviewer. Yeah, that's right. I, I, for me, when we're in an argument, I'm a very emotional, sensitive person. So I like to shut down that argument as fast as possible because if not, I start to freak out internally because I'm like, that's something else that I'm working on. It's like, you can't freak out if you have an argument. That doesn't mean that you're in a bad relationship. It's actually healthy to have some arguments. But I was just thinking... Like for me, when we get in an argument, I like to shut it down. I like to tell you to calm down so it doesn't escalate. Or I try to, I don't know, I guess when we argue, I do sometimes just say whatever I'm feeling in the moment and I don't shut up. I don't shut my mouth and learn to bite my tongue. But I will go ahead and tell you exactly how I'm feeling and then you'll get upset over it. And then I'll say, well, no, you can't be mad because this is how I'm feeling. And then I try to apologize, but I have to realize sometimes like after you say some negative stuff, you can't just apologize and it's over that sometimes like you can't apologize right away. You have to let things digest and happen. Yeah. So for me, on my side, I am not good with conflict. I don't like conflict, and I don't like uh, engaging in in a back and forth argument. But it's it's hard sometimes uh, when you're on the other side. You know, sometimes Raquel says some stuff that really gets under my skin. And it's hard. And when you're in a relationship, it's and especially for a while, you know how to get under that person's skin because you mm-hmm. know them. Right. So for me, she she hates it, but sometimes instead of engaging in an argument, I just choose to literally physically walk away. And that... Sometimes, like, I believe that it's better to walk away than to escalate. But sometimes when somebody else is escalating, it's not easy to just walk away because then it's going to make the – it's going to escalate the situation further. So it's kind of like, you know, six in one, half a dozen in the other. Like, it's hard to find a middle ground. I don't know. Yeah, and I think sometimes after we do have heated arguments or something, I've noticed that when we do take a break and walk away or we do process, we're able to come back a lot faster and work through it than, because I don't think we've ever been mad at each other longer than a couple hours or a day. Like, I don't think it's like, it's good to not hold anything against the other person either. 
No, and that's and I'm, my mistake. Sometimes I tend to throw the past in Harry's face. Like, remember when you did this like three months ago? And then I'll be like, it, it wasn't even that serious. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, no. So yeah, for me, I'm. Let's talk about my process, and then I'm gonna ask you about this specific process. So, in order to find resolution and calm yourself down or or calm myself down, I take time for myself. I say, hey, oh, I try to. I say, hey, I need space and I take space. I don't say anything. I just take space for myself. And for me, that's the best thing I can do. I gather my thoughts, uh, my, my brain calms down. And in a couple of hours I can come back and we can have a much calmer conversation. But you can go in it, like, on the flip side, like, I don't want to speak for you. Could you go into that side of it from your yeah, perspective? Yeah, sometimes I feel like when Harry takes space and he walks away, I take it as he doesn't care about me and why can't we fix this now? Because if he cares about me, he should be able to talk to me now. But I realize, like, Doing that when you're upset and trying to fix things while you're upset isn't really the best way to go because the emotions are still high and it's just going to escalate the argument even more. That's what I believe. That, that, I mean, that's what I feel, but I don't know. I feel like you're, you're, you're getting better like as far as like understanding. It, again, it all comes back to understanding, I guess, empathizing. You can't empathize unless you start doing, you know, I guess what your partner like suggests, like listen to suggestions, take some time. Um, I've taken Raquel's suggestions too. Like if you want to go into some suggestions you've given me, if you can think of any that I've actually followed, (laughs) go ahead. (laughs) Yeah. I have suggested (laughs) you to – Harry sometimes freaks out if he feels like we're going to get into an argument. But Mm -hmm. most of the times, I feel like if he doesn't freak out and just lets the conversation happen, there would be no argument. And I have told him before, just because we have a disagreement, because there's a difference between having disagreements and an argument. I would say a lot of our arguments start off from a disagreement. You know, because a disagreement, you can just agree to disagree. But with arguing, you're trying to prove why you're right. Right. And I, I feel like I, I can, I feel like it's easier for me to agree to disagree. than it Oh yeah. Is because you. I'm always, I'm always right. It, exactly. You're saying that it's a joke, but in a sense, I'm not even you, joking. No, I mean, you, you're kind of joking, but in a sense, when you get again, those heightened emotions in it, in the beginning of an argument, let's say a disagreement, your emotions start to get heightened. And that's why sometimes, you know, I sense it and I might react as if we're already in an argument because I, I get a sense of what you're feeling. I feel like I think I know what you're thinking. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I do know where it's going. But um, and you don't th- want to do that either. You can't just assume you know what that other person is feeling or thinking. No. Just ask. Just ask. You can, sometimes I just, you know, sometimes I don't ask. I assume, just like you, yeah. and that that's not good communication. 
but like I said, it's, it's work. It's something we're always working on. And it's something that has gotten better tenfold um, since starting dating at two weeks. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, um, again, that goes back to, um, you know, you're the type of person that wants to be right. And there's nothing wrong with that because you believe it. And it, if We're you got to get into it, an argument now, <laughs> no, 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 no. Because I agree with you. I agree with you on the same level. If you believe that you're right, how can the other person be right? But what I'm saying is I can agree to disagree easier I understand because I get to that point too. If I feel as though you're wrong, not necessarily disagree on a topic, but if I feel as though like you're wrong about something and you might be right, um, I, I want to tell you like, no, you're wrong. And that's kind of like, I feel like you might think I'm wrong rather than I'm disagreeing with you. Sometimes yeah. you know what you, you know what you believe. It, it, I, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to explain, but I feel like, do you get the gist of what I'm saying? I do. And I think that most times it's definitely, it takes when you're in an argument with someone, especially someone that you like love, it, it takes t- taking a step back, having patience and regrouping. And even like setting time aside, like where you can come to an agreement, like, okay, I'm going to walk away. We'll come back to this in an hour or something, Mm -hmm. which I have suggested to you, but we forget in the heat of the moment. But Mm -hmm. I agree with everything that you're saying. I do want to switch over to something a little more positive, though. Yeah, forget all that negative stuff, man. (laughs) Let's get into the Um, positives. I I feel like when you date for so long, you start to get comfortable and used to that person and Mm -hmm. you get comfortable enough that you feel like you don't have to continue putting in effort. But I think that's like, like a big no, like you should be putting in effort all the time and you should be switching things up and just going out and exploring and adventuring together. And that's something that we also do. That, that's why I feel like this relationship doesn't feel like it's dragging or it doesn't feel like we're stuck. No, and that comes back to us as individuals because, I mean, I know for me, I'm always looking for something new. I'm, I'm looking – I like roller coasters. I like adrenaline rushes. I like traveling. I like seeing new places. I like experiencing new things, and I know you do as well. So as individuals – that's uh that's where we come together and that's why the relationship can can stay fresh because of who we are as individuals we might be opposites in some ways but at the end of the day we're always looking to explore and and grow as individuals so uh, that's and then important. it's also it's also nice that when we do have things going on individually, when we come together, we're able to share those moments together, and it leads to right. more things for us to do and to talk about, rather exactly. than being stuck together all the time. And you just, I, not that there's something <laughs> wrong with that. I don't want to say yeah, there's something I mean, wrong with that, but it sh- you shouldn't feel like you're stuck with the person you're dating. 
Yeah, I mean, you got you got to take some time away from from that person and come back uh, a more experienced person individually. Uh, like, do stuff on your own. Come back and talk to each other. It's something to talk about. You can't. What are you going to talk about if you're together all the time? <laughs> like exactly. the sky. And uh. even if you are living together, which me and Harry aren't living together yet, and that's a question I get asked a lot: is why aren't you guys living together yet, or when are you guys going to live together? I know before I was like, Harry, we need to live together. That was before I took time to myself or started building a relationship with myself. I mean, now I feel like we can have casual conversations about it, but. There should absolutely be no rush or time frame. I think before I had a time frame, Harry has always been chill and laid back. And now it's just like it'll happen when things are meant to happen. And that's the way you should look at things. You don't you shouldn't feel like your relationship needs to be at a certain stage because of how long you've been dating. No, yeah. You, the worst thing you can do is put a timetable on like a relationship or like goals within a relationship i mean there's obviously things that you want there's things that i want but you, you can't force your partner to reach those goals that you set um because that's that's just alienating your partner you know you you don't know what your partner's goals are. i mean we could talk about what, what our partner's goals are but sometimes they don't they really don't line up it's just, it's not a deal breaker um you just got to, you know, pivot, pivot, and, um, pip, pip, cheerio, pip, pip, cheerio, that's right, no, you pivot, and, um, develop, I keep saying develop, develop, um, new goals, uh, maybe change some time frames around in your own mind, and meet in the middle, down the line, when, just enjoy the relationship is basically what Harry is trying to say. Enjoying the relationship <laughs> and go. having no time frame because the only people, the only thing and the only people that should be worried about your relationship is the people in the relationship. No one else can tell exactly. you guys what to do. And exactly. that's something that I had to learn too on my own. But Don't compare I mean, yourself. Yeah, no, never. Don't do that because then that's just going to lead to more problems. Um, our love languages are also very different. Oh my I know you God. don't like <laughs> Here we go. Harry hates when I break up our love languages. But love languages is so you have to. They're there. They exist. They're the they're the reason we're able to have relationships with people. And it describes the like it describes yourself as a person and how you give out love for me, I, I'm no, I, I completely disagree. <laughs> Nothing should explain to you how you give love. You explain <laughs> how you give love. Based on my ahead. love language. My love language is um, words of affirmation and physical touch. Okay. I love when Harry gives me compliments or I love when Harry is being, you know, like sends me really nice texts. Or he's holding my hand. I make Harry hold my hand all the time. Or stuff like that. That's my way of having a love language. I don't know what your love language is, but that's mine. Yeah, I have no idea what mine well, is. Well, I know what your love language is. Your love language is acts of service where you like gifts and you like things. Like you like doing stuff together. Like yes. and spending time together. That's your, uh, your um, love language. 
yeah, I did the research I'll, for you because I knew you wouldn't. Yeah. Now you you sent me a link like six <laughs> months ago and I never clicked it. But yeah, I you I guess it's nice for you to know what your love language is. For me, I don't like being told what my love language is by a page. <laughs> I just do what I think is right and Hopefully I don't say something stupid, which I do usually, which is why I guess, uh, what is it? Words of affection? Is that one? Words of affirmation. Words of affirmation might not be my greatest uh, asset, um, but um, I try. I'm a, I'm, a little, I'm a little goofy, so sometimes it's hard for me to take I don't know. So I, I don't I don't think I take affirmation like words of affirmations <laughs> well personally. Now Harry's so like, might... let's get into this. No, yeah. Like I, I, I don't really I, I'm not the best person that like I, I don't always know how to receive compliments. Like sometimes I like I like laugh because I'm not really I don't know, it's a self esteem thing. I like I don't feel like I have low self esteem, but sometimes it feels weird receiving compliments. I don't I don't know. And it's not because nobody compliments me, but Who's complimenting know. I don't, sometimes, you, Harry? Huh? Who's complimenting you? Other than me. My huh? family? I'm just kidding. I was kidding. No. But uh but yeah, I don't know. That's probably why it's hard for me sometimes to to I guess <clears throat> not only receive words of affirmations, but uh give words of affirmations. Not that it's hard, but sometimes I don't say all the right things, I guess, but yeah whatever we are running out of time though so i do want to get already yeah i know it goes by so fast i want people to know where they can find you or your media projects so go ahead and uh, and plug in your socials will you yeah so um most of my business and uh content stuff i guess you can follow me on instagram um I, I sell sneakers. If anybody wants sneakers, <laughs> check out Juiced Up Sneakers on Instagram. That's at Juiced Up Sneakers. Um, that would be great if you followed me. I'm trying to get that going. Um, also on YouTube, uh, Juicy Donut. Uh, not like Dunkin' Donuts Donut with a D-O-N-U-T. It's like the full Juicy d-o-u-g-h-n-u-t uh juicy donut one word um that's where uh me and uh my friends are going to be uploading our skits and like we're, we're just figuring it out we're, we're in the infancy yeah. of this stuff but we just shot our first uh project so we're gonna get you on there soon raquel Yep, looking forward to it. And you guys can find me on Instagram at Raquel Alfaro. That's R-A-Q-U-E-L-L-A-L-F as in Frank A-R-O. And then the podcast page at Dear Adulting Podcast on Instagram. And then follow it on TikTok, also Dear Adulting Podcast. All right, my adults in training, I hope you enjoyed. And I will talk to you guys next week. Happy fucking adulting. Bye.